Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Hoops and Dingers. I'm your host, John Mastrangelo, back again with hey Tyler Sumner. Hey. Hello everyone, uh, welcome Green. back to another episode. Hope you guys are ready for us to talk a lot about some baseball today. We're going to be a lot of that, so uh, just be prepared. Got another great episode in store for you. All right, so we're going to start in the NBA. I know Alex mentioned we'll be talking a lot about the MLB, and we will. We'll get to it, but we're going to start in the NBA with Player of the Week. Uh, I'll start off. I have a player who's fresh off finals appearance, as everyone will be that we mention here. That's Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat. Butler averaged 21 points, uh, 6.3 rebounds, and 6.3 assists. Um, He was leading that young group of Heat players to the ECF to take down the Celtics. They were the five seed, and now they're in the finals. Um, He might not have the greatest points and stat lines, but what he brought to the table every game and every night uh, definitely highlights him on that Heat team. He's their guy. He's their their leader there, and he's doing a really good job leading those young guys. Um, Tyler, I know you had another player on the Heat as well. Sure, uh, indeed I would. My player of the week this week, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than Bam Adebayo. Uh, he, over the last seven days, six, uh, three games that is, he's had 20-13, and in the game where he unfortunately closed out our Boston Celtics, he dropped 32. Um, I think Bam is going to be a great matchup for Anthony Davis. And I'm excited to see what this finals will bring. It's probably not going to be a long one, but it should be a good one. All right, uh, Alex, Tyler, over to you. Who you got? Peak there of your uh, finals prediction. So I think it's going to be a short series. We'll see who he has mm-hmm. winning it a little bit later. But uh, my player of the week uh, is from the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'm going out west. Uh, LeBron James. Uh, I mean, over the past. Day seven days he dropped. Uh, he averaged thirty points, eleven and a half rebounds, and eight and eight assists. Uh, so he basically almost averaged a triple double. Uh, if you look at game by game, those uh, game by game stats, he uh, dropped twenty six points and eleven rebounds in game two, thirty points, eleven assists, and ten rebounds in game three, uh, twenty six points, eight assists, and nine rebounds in game four. And then in game five, he dropped 38, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists. So he, an exception with game two, he almost died, he almost got a triple-double in three of the four games he played that week. May um, I ask a question here for both of you? Now, remember last okay, week you ahead. said that it, it doesn't look like playoff um, LeBron is back? Well, Alex, he's back. He's, your, uh, he's back. Week, so, uh, no, he's back. He's back. He's playoff LeBron back on his ring. He's back. Um, yeah, he's he, he's back, uh, cementing his legacy by getting another finals appearance. Uh, but he's still not the goat. I'm sorry. That's that's a, that's a topic for a different day, Tyler. That's a discussion for a different day. Yeah, another day. Maybe some off season talk. But uh, yeah, um, no, LeBron was great this week. Uh, one of the reasons why the Lakers are in the finals uh, should be interesting. Should be an interesting series between the Heat and Lakers. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so uh, speaking of that series, let's hop right into it uh, with some predictions. You guys just heard our player of the week. We had Anthony Davis, 
Jimmy Butler. Oh, no, LeBron James. Not Anthony Davis. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Yep, that's a mistake on my part. Um, So now let's hop into the Heat-Lakers series. So, obviously, Miami Heat fresh off a um, series victory against the Boston Celtics. Um, and the Lakers fresh off a win against the Denver Nuggets. Thank you. So, Tyler, who do you think – who do you have for this series? All right. Well, I'm going to tell you who I have for this series, and I'm going to give you a reason why I have them as my winner for this series. I have the Lakers in four. The Lakers in four. Wow. And I'll tell you why. Okay. The first fun little reason is no mercy on the Heat whatsoever. Wow. Even though the Lakers are more of a foe to the Celtics, they're the all-time they should be like the all-time biggest foe of the Celtics. It's the Lakers. True. So but another reason I think that the Lakers, <laughs> I think the Lakers are going to win this is because let's not forget, LeBron knows Spolcher's playbook. Oh whoa! Because Spolcher, the last time they were in the finals was with none other than LeBron James. You you don't think he's changed it up over all that time with new people? He knows how Spolcher coaches. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing Ken- too is, the Heat don't have anybody that's been to the finals except for Andre Iguodala. Yeah. So they without like- experience in the finals, you're not gonna win the finals. And third, the momentum of Kobe. I mean, they want to do it for him. You can tell. So, I got Lakers in four. Lakers in four. And what's your game one prediction? Lakers, obviously. Yep. Score, though? Uh, 112-95. Okay. All right. So, you guys heard it there. Tyler says Lakers in four. And the game one score will be 112-95. Going to bump it over to Alex here. Alex kind of, like, shaking his head a little bit on our uh, call. I don't know if he disagrees with the outcome, but maybe the amount of games. Alex, do you want to elaborate? Uh, you, you nailed it right on the head, John. Um, I don't disagree with the outcome, but I do not think this series is going to go four games. Um, the Heat have had to battle all playoffs. They're underdog, either Cinderella story. Um, I think the Lakers are just too talented. Um, I mean, the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and Alex the Heat – the Heat don't really have a current right now a current player who is top ten in the league, and the Lakers have two. Um, yes, the Heat yeah. have a lot, a lot of good players, but none of them are current top ten best players in the NBA right now. Right now, no. that's the key phrase of that. Right now, yeah. um, the fact that the Heat made it this far is an accomplishment for them. Uh, if I'm a Heat fan, I am super pleased with the uh, with what with what they did this season. I mean, making it to the finals as a five seed, beating the Bucks along the way to get there. Um, I just think Lakers are too talented. Um, I think the Heat take a couple of games, though, because of their three-point shooting. Uh, if they're down, they can make quick comebacks with their three-point shooting, especially if they're making them. And yep. Spoltra's a good coach. I think Spoltra will, Spoltra's coaching will lead the Heat to a couple games, but ultimately the Lakers will have more firepower. I say Lakers in six is my serious prediction and my game one prediction. I think the Heat will win game one, 111 to 106. Um, the Could La- you imagine if the Heat took the series from the Lakers? 
I mean, it just I, I wouldn't Dude, be surprised if Miami would be a mess. Yeah, I would actually kind of like that. I'm a big underdog uh, kind of guy, uh, except when it, they beat us, the Celtics. Um, but I'll get into my prediction here. Like, I've been I've been doubting the Heat for a good a good chunk of time. Um, and then they took down the Bucks in five, and then the Celtics in six. I still wasn't. I don't know when they took, especially when they took down the Bucks. I wasn't really too sold on them, but I kind of am sold on them now. Not sold enough to say that they're gonna win the series, but they definitely can make it interesting. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna agree with Alex. Alex, you said Heat in six or Lakers in six, correct? Yes, I did. I just said I said Lakers in six. Yeah, I will agree with you on that. I think Lakers in six. Um, I think that. Like Alex was saying, Lakers are too star-studded. They got Anthony Davis and LeBron. Yes, the Heat are a very deep team, but also, as Tyler alluded to, they have no playoff experience except for, like, or finals appearance, uh, except Andre Iguodala. So they don't have too much experience. A lot of young guys. Um, it'd be great to see Jimmy Butler be able to lead them and with help from Iguodala, um, but I just don't see it happening. And if you're a Heat fan, you definitely have to be happy with this season. This should this is way better than you thought it would be. Um, but yeah, Lakers, Lakers in six. As much as it pains me to say, because both of the either way this series goes, it's not it's not great if you if you're a Celtics fan. Um, One big but, man away from the title. That's what I think about the Celtics. Yeah. So yeah, I would agree with that. And then my score for game one prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go. Lakers, one sixteen. Heat, one oh six. So, uh, so our predictions were just done for the Heat Lakers finals preview. We just did that. Now we want to talk a little bit about the other LA team who's gonna have a little bit of a coaching change. Three one themselves, huh? A staff, a staffing change, as Doc Rivers decided. And the Clippers have parted ways. Um, he will not be returning. Um, I'll go to Tyler for this. Tyler. Oh, Tyler's getting ready. All right, Tyler. What does this mean for the Clippers? Well, first of all, John, for the Clippers, what it really means is find a coach that doesn't know how to blow a 3-1 lead. Yeah, they're not gonna. And not- second of all, I don't think it was all Doc's fault that they blew a three-one lead. I think it was more of the play as well. Um, Kawhi really just didn't show up that much in that series. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul George really didn't show up either. But I have a message for Mister Rivers if he decides to ever listen to this. Please come home. Oh no! It's just gonna turn into like the IT thing where everyone's like, "Bring IT back to Boston." Oh, well, I wouldn't mind IT coming back. We could use him on the bench. Mm, I don't know about now, but I don't. But bring back Doc. Why? He's the only reason we've won a championship besides our players that we had in the 2000s. Yeah, the players that they had. They had Garnett, Pierce, Rondo, Allen. Allen. They they have they don't. I love Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker, but they got nothing close to that. Especially the way they performed in the ECF. Ooh. They all look very bad. Man, um, that was a low blow. All right, Alex. Um, what is what is where do you think Doc could go? I know this is 
and we talked about it with D'Antoni a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, and it's it's really hard to say at this point. But where do you think Doc could make a good fit, or at least help help maybe maybe Houston? <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's a good. He could go Houston because don't forget his son plays for that team. Yeah, Austin Rivers was in the Clippers for a little bit. Um, I honestly have no idea. Um, I don't think there's any one place that's necessarily a perfect or ideal fit for Doc Rivers. Um, I honestly have no idea. Uh, I'm not surprised Doc Rivers, um, and the Clippers parted ways, um, like Tyler said, I don't think it's all his fault the Clippers lost that series. I think I have a part of the blame goes to the players. Um, you know, it's like with the Celtics. You know, all the blame can be put on Brad Stevens. You know, it, it's... I don't think nobody's blaming Brad Stevens. I think a lot of people... Uh, there are some people on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, yeah, I, I it's half and half. There are some people on Twitter and Instagram who really don't like Brad too. Stevens as a coach. But yeah. that's, that's, I, that's, I, I for, that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, but I will say, also, Kemba really didn't show up. Now, again, different discussion for a different day. But, yeah. Um, yeah um, All right, here, let me, let me put it this way then. Do you think that he would be better off going to a contender or to a rebuilder and helping younger guys kind of find their footing in the league? Contender. 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 I don't think he would be good with a rebuilding team. No, yeah. He knows okay. how to win a championship. He knows how to win. Contender. So then maybe – Maybe Doc Rivers goes to Houston. Maybe. Uh, finishes what D'Antoni started. Uh, we, we'll see. Um, so that'll, that was our NBA uh, talk. And we'll be right back on Hoops and Dingers with MLB predictions, player of the week, and more. See, stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hoops and Dingers. I'm Tyler Sumner alongside Alex Green. And unfortunately, it happened again. John Mastrangelo has left us because of technical difficulties, was unable to join multiple times. So we're going to continue without John this week. It's very sad, but we always got to move on. So, Alex, we're going to move right into Player of the Week. And let me ask you, who is your Player of the Week for the MLB? My player of the week uh, comes from a team that unfortunately did not make the playoffs, uh, and that is the Kansas City Royals. Uh, it is Adalberto Mondesi, shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. Um, he had a really good week. He had four stolen bases. Uh, he batted 778 with a 1444 slugging percentage and the 810 on base percentage. Uh, he also added two home runs in eight RBIs. Uh, in 14 hits. So, um, Mondesi wow. had a very good week. Uh, sucks that his season ended uh, and the Royals did not make the playoffs. Uh, but we were planning on talking about the uh, our predictions for the, uh, the wild card series that were going on starting today. But unfortunately, uh, with John not here, we figured it would be best for us to not do that since it would feel wrong if John would not be able to include his predictions. So, we're just going to do player of the week. Uh, for MLB this week. I know I said we had a lot of MLB in store, but I'm I'm sorry to the listeners out there that that's not the plan anymore. Tyler, who's your player of the week? 
Yeah, and my player of the week this week comes from another team that unfortunately did not make the playoffs. And this player is from the Phillies, and it is none other than Bryce Harper. Harper had a really good week. He hit two home runs, five RBIs, seven hits, and he was batting 583. He had two strikeouts, excuse me there, and two and five baseball and balls. So overall, Harper still looking good, even though he didn't make the playoffs. That Philly team has a lot of rebuilding to go. Um, Alex, I do know that there's an MLB game going on right now. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, there is. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Oakland A's just got a hit. Lucas Giolito was perfect through six, th- through six uh, innings, but the Athletics just ended that when they got a hit. Um, I don't know who the hit was or what it was. I'm looking at the game cast right now. It was Tommy Lastella broke up the no hitter in perfect game with an, with a single and uh, single to the center field. So that sucks that Lucas Gilito was not able to pull that off, but he still had a game in the White Sox are winning that game right now, three to zero. Um, other games that are going on, the Astros and as we're recording this, the Astros and Twins are tied at one in the top of the eighth. And the Blue Jays and Rays are just getting underway. So uh, if you're a fan of baseball, you've got a lot of baseball to watch this week as there are three games going on all at once uh, today. And I'm sure three games going on at the same time tomorrow as well. So uh, buckle in and uh, your baseball fan, buckle in. Uh, this yeah, is your dream. absolutely. And we will be right back on Hoops and Dingers without John Mastrangelo, sadly, for Tyler's take and perfectly rated, rated and underrated. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hoops and Dingers. I'm back with Alex Green. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Very unfortunate that John Mastrangelo is not here for this. Tyler, he wanted to hear what he had to say. But, uh, Alex, without further ado, would you like to know what my take is? I'm ready, Tyler. Let's go. I believe John and I disagreed with your take. Yes, or... yes you disagreed so, that LeBron was we'll see what of the end. We'll, we'll see what and happens this week. And my take this week is that Jalen Brown performed better than Jason Tatum in the Eastern Conference Finals. And the reason I say this is he was scoring more, the defense was better, and Tatum really just didn't perform all that well. He had zero points. Zero points in the first half of game four, I believe. Correct? Mm. Yes, it was game four. It was game four. Yep. Because the Celtics uh, won game, game five, five, the Celtics did win, but unfortunately, they could not. They just could not win in Game Six, right. sending the them home. And now, Alex, I want to get your thought. What do you think? Do you think JB performed better than JT? Um, I'd have to agree with you. Um, you know the Game Four situation you talked about with him only scoring with him scoring zero points in the first half. Uh, it's just part of it. Um. I thought overall Jalen Brown played better, like you said. I thought Jalen Brown played better on the defensive end of the ball. And offensively, I felt like Jalen Brown was a lot more efficient shooting-wise than Tatum was. Right. Uh, right. And you got to feel bad for some guys on this, that Celtics team, especially Kemba Walker. He wanted to come and win. You know, Marcus Smart, another one, been here for how many years? Since 2014 when we drafted him, I believe. Yeah, six years, you know. 
But like I've been saying this whole episode, one big man away. Yep, one big man away. Now, moving along here after Tyler's take, which was Jalen Brown is better than Jason Tatum in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Now I want to get to our segment, perfectly rated, rated, and overrated. Let's talk about a player that has scored 70 points in TD Garden. A player that helped the Suns go 8-0 in the bubble. A player that is a lights-out three-point shooter. Alex, I'm talking about Devin Booker. What are your what are your thoughts on him? Um, before I get to my thoughts on uh Devin Booker, uh, I feel like John would have agreed with me because we did meet before we started recording this episode to discuss uh, what we would talk about for the episode, discuss our segments. And Tyler, you did mention your take to us before we started recording, and John agreed with that take as well as said that he agreed with that take uh, before we started recording. So I'm sure he would have kept that same. He would have agreed with it while we were recording as well. So I'm, I'm. This is another. This is a very rare occasion, folks. John and I, both John and I, never, hardly ever agree with Tyler's take, but this week just happens to be one of those cases. Um, now back to Devin Booker. Um, I think Devin Booker is perfectly rated. Uh, I think he's one of the best shooting guards in the league, and it sucks that he's on a bad team. Uh, he's just on a team where he can't get any help. Uh, for a while, he's been that lone scoring option on the Phoenix Suns, and you can make the case that he still is. Um, you know, they have made improvements to that team, especially this year. Uh, you know, adding guys like Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, uh, Aaron Baines uh, was a nice DeAndre to that Suns team. DeAndre Ayton with that draft pick. Um, so you know, the Suns, the Suns are getting there. I think the Suns are getting there. Uh, I think Booker is one of the best players in the league. Uh, he's just over. It's just overshadowed by the fact that he's on the Suns. Um, you know, the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble, and Booker had a lot to do with that. Uh, Booker was has is arguably is the best team on the Suns, and he's one of the better players in the league. It, like I said, he just he's just on the Suns, so he doesn't get the he doesn't get quite enough recognition for me. He doesn't get and he, he doesn't get enough the he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. He gets recognized, but it's only when he does something like drop seventy points. Right. And so for I mean, and for that reason, he could even be a little underrated. But I'm gonna say he's rated. I think he's one of the best players in the league, and the majority of people know that that he's one of the best players in the league. Right. It's just he's on the Suns, so he doesn't get talked about that much. Right. I'm gonna say he's underrated for me personally because, in terms, I think he's one of the best shooters in the league. You know, he's won a three point contest before, so we know that he's one of the best shooters in the league. He can I score just think the, ball. the fact that he's yeah, definitely. I just think the fact that, like you said, he's on the Suns, not a very good team, never really been that good of a team. Hasn't made um, the playoffs since he's been on the Suns in his whole career. Right. So, and I just think that Devin Booker really is underrated because even though he's a good scorer, he just they can't get to the playoffs, you know. Alex, while we're here, we might as well just wrap it up. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I think we're going to wrap it up this week, folks. I know it's a bit of a short episode this week, but like we said... We did not intend on that. We did not not intend on this. We intended intended this to be a very long episode. Into the the wild card series, like we said. due to some circumstances with Mr. Mastrangelo, that could not happen. 
once again, Hoops and Dingers, from Hoops and Dingers, Tyler Sumner signing off, Alex Green signing off. Hope you guys have a great night, great weekend, and we'll see you next week, hopefully with John Restrangelo back with us. Yep, peace out, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.